Hi, it's Hazel. Hey, it's Azura. And welcome back to another episode of Clarity's Hash Podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube, you would see that Azura and I have these like wedding bills going on. That's right. right. We're like right away brides today. Because we have very special guests with us in the house. Let's welcome Estelle and Regina. But actually, our real runaway bride is Jermaine, who's not here today. Yes, <laughs> but we've got Estelle and Regina, and they have just starred in a very exciting series. Would you like to tell us about that? The video series we did, Wedding Pick, started out as a play written by Chelsea, and it was sold out. So it got the attention from Vitsy. Then Vitsy got it over. Then we did a video series, and now it's Wedding Bird, uh, an audio adaptation of the story. Wow! So adaptation after adaptation. First, yes, it was a play. Yeah. There yes. was a drama and there was an audio drama. Yes, yes, because it was sold out and got a lot of attention. Then mm. we got a lot of projects after that. That's yeah. nice. So I know that you guys played as sisters in yes. Wedding Pig, right? Yes. But before that, tell us more about yourselves. Estelle, what are you up to these days? I'm a freelance artist, so I do a mix of everything. You know, whatever pays the bills, you know. <laughs> like, you know. I started off with music first and then I dabbled into acting and realized I really, really liked acting. And then I host here and there. And yeah. That's pretty much what I do. They call this multifaceted. Yeah, mm. multifaceted, non-essential <laughs> workers. Yeah. Yeah. Don't say that. <laughs> She's so talented. She danced so I know. well. And she She's a woman sings. who wears many hats. You many, do. many hats. Yeah, because you do it does. all so well. She sings so well. She dances so well. Host acting. Hush is a safe space, okay? Full of positivity and love. Okay. Regina, what about you? I am a full-time actor. I do modeling as well, just trying to earn her livelihood in this <laughs> very harsh and competitive industry. We're all in the same boat here, aren't we? Starving artists. Yes. But we love what we do, so of it's course. fine. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Was Wedding Pick the first time both of you met each other? Yes, yes, yes. And you did play as sisters right away. How did that chemistry come about? It was very natural for me. Same for me too. We met in the script read, right? We then did. When we were running lines, I could feel like, okay, there's a chemistry going on. Then right, we can right. feed off each other. So when we were on set, we could work together very well. That is so exciting. Meeting on set and just hitting it off right away. It's also something that we expect in sibling relationship. Correct. When you've grown up together, you expect it to be close. I'm an only child, right? So I don't See. know anything about that. Oh, really? Are you? She's <laughs> yeah, yeah, child. I'm the only child. Ah, so we're relying on them today, like, <laughs> <laughs> Estelle, do you have siblings yourself? I have a younger sister. Oh. Yeah, but she doesn't feel like a younger sister. I think she's like the wild child. Like, my parents are just like, don't do that. She's like, have you done it already, man? Oh, she so has what? me as a sister, basically. Are you the young and wild? Back then, it's like YOLO. That's totally Azura. Oh. Totally. <laughs> you need a person like that in your life. Oh, really, really. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to really help you get you out of that comfort zone sometimes. But are you not wild yourself, Estelle? You strike me as someone who's very bold. Other than bold enough to try doing music in Singapore. <laughs> I mean, that one is super brave, I will admit. But everything else, like my sister, she's willing to get like tons of piercings, tons of tattoos. She doesn't care what my parents think. Growing up, I've always been a really goody two-shoes. Like, I will never break the rules. You know? Okay. But how's your relationship like with your sister? Oh, it was rough at the start. She would really get up and close with me. And she would scold me all the Hokkien words that I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, and it wouldn't affect me because I don't understand what she's saying. Which is why it annoys her. So, we will fight. But then now that we're adults, I think during COVID, we got really, really close. So, what's the age gap? Two years. Two years. Yeah, so we were kind of getting closer as we grew older, but COVID was the thing that really made us pretty solid. Well, that's a good thing that came out of COVID. Yeah. Easy. You've 
got siblings. You've got older sister mm-hmm. and a younger brother. That's right. Tell us about that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my friends always say, oh, I knew you had an older sister, but I didn't know you had a younger brother. But this is because I almost never speak about him. I think it's a bit of an unfortunate thing. Since we were teens, we have never really gotten along well. And I'm an extrovert. I'm a very people's kind of person. And mm. sometimes I just can't fathom why of all the people in the world, that one person I can't get along with is my very own brother. Mm. It's not like I haven't tried to take steps to mend this relationship, but sometimes I think it takes two hands to clap. Oh, and yeah, sure. when one party isn't willing, it makes mending this thing extremely tough. And sometimes I just want to give up. You know, in fact, now that he's married, and now that I've moved out, we're no longer staying together. I do feel like it's better for us in that sense. Oh. I don't know if this makes sense. But, you know, I always tell myself before I die, I want to try to like mend this thing. And oh, hope yeah. that, you know, we rekindle that relationship we used to have when we were kids. We would like sleep together. I would tell him bedtime stories. I would never forget really? that. Oh, yeah. so He's one year younger than me. But so the age gap isn't huge. Isn't too big. But maybe that's the reason why. Yeah. You think? Right, because we are so close with each other in terms of age that we just want the same things all the time growing up. I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but I've heard like, I mean for Regina and I, mm-hmm. we can only like observe mm-hmm. and watch. And hear stories. And hear mm. stories, that's right. And I think we've seen many, many versions. I could quote you some examples of siblings a year, but inseparable everywhere together. I know. I could quote you examples of siblings like years and years apart but also inseparable. And then there are those in the reverse, right? Mm. Absolute extremes. I've seen cases more extreme than yours, Hazy. So Mm. I think there's no one formula to it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have two friends. They're brothers and sisters and they belong to the same clique. Mm. So like Chinese New Year when they go out with their friends, they go out together Mm. and you know. What? I find it so weird. That's cool. But also Uh like that's so rare. Like, it works for them. So, yeah. I'm happy to see that. Yeah. Regina, do you wish you have siblings? I always get this question. Mm-hmm. Whenever I tell people, like, I'm the only child, they will be like, oh, are you lonely? Do you wish you have, like, an older brother or something like that? My reply is always, I don't know. You don't know any better. I, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Because when I was younger, my parents are the typical parents that would pack me with, like, classes mm. and lessons. So, every single day... Oh, is it? That's why every single day, right, I either have, like, Chinese class lessons, then mm-hmm. we have, like, dance lessons and like we did ballet piano all this so every single day I'm packed then I go back and I sleep then I start another day Mm. so I never felt like oh I'm lonely I want someone like to be with me I don't feel like I need a sibling when I was younger did you yeah. have close cousins growing up? I do. Age gap. Yes. Something? One year older, one year younger. It's always like this mm. one year age gap. I guess in a way, I don't have a sibling, but I have friends and cousins that mm. are closer to age and I can share my like problems or like if I need advice from them. Okay. Yeah. If you were to become a mother next time, would you want more than one kid? I think so. Mm? Maybe like two would be a good number. Yeah. Yeah. So you see, like, I don't ever tell people what to do, right? But nowadays, whenever I see friends with like one child, I would tell them like, I'm not telling you what to do, but coming from an only child, I would say maybe one more. Mm. Yeah. And it's not because of anything. Like when I was growing up, we were like, I think similar, where you didn't really feel it. And I think you always saw your friends complain about their siblings at that age, right? And you're always like, ah, ha, 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 I don't have to deal with this crap. Yeah. <laughs> And then you get older, especially when you see mm. close bonds within siblings or you realise that, you know, when your parents are no longer in this world, like you literally don't have an immediate like family, you yes, know? Yes, yes. Mm. that's true. in the event of like, you know, family drama, whatever it is, there's really no one you can bitch with, right. you can share the burden with. It's like on you. And in the CB's wedding page, Debbie, Leah, 
You guys acted as sisters, right? And when your mother in the show passed away, you guys fought over this family heirloom. Yeah. That's supposed to cost a million dollars. Except it's missing a part of it, which yes. you have to find in order to restore that price that it's valued for. What were some of the sibling fights that you guys had in the show? I think for Debbie, because Debbie really wants to keep the tradition in the family. Mm -hmm. I think which is great because a lot of times these days as the, the generations pass, traditions kind of get a little bit more muddled. And I think Debbie is very, very protective of that because she is also very protective of her mother. Mm -hmm. But for Leia, she's a lot more like free-spirited. She's like a little bit younger and she's just like, I respect the tradition, but given the circumstances we're in, I'm willing to forego this tradition just so that we can stay afloat. Mm -hmm. So they both have their stances and their good reasons as to why they feel that way but I think that's when they butt heads you know sometimes like siblings when you're so close it's very hard for you to like see from their point of view too you just want to get your point across because you mm. want to be heard by your sibling and that's when there's friction and then there's a guy in the mix like the partner that mm. makes things a little bit more complicated I think a lot of times when it comes to family heirloom stuff and weddings mm. it's not just the immediate family it's always the extended family also so yeah I do nice. think it's like people can relate to that what was the worst quarrel that you guys had on the show itself probably the the one where I brought the present and they the, the created the circling thing yeah, 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 yeah. then it created like a lot of problems at the party yeah yeah and then my character says something really mean like mm. I think you should never say that to your sibling I would never okay, I could never what is it what, what is it? it so basically Leah was at a very vulnerable very emotional state so she was saying very mean things very harmful words to Debbie everything escalated and she said I wish you were dead instead of Ma so she said that, so I think that was the worst. You know, one thing I find that got my brother and I to this state today was because we used to say many words out of anger to each other. And when we were angry, we would quarrel back when we were teens. And then we would get physical, you know? Really? Yeah. So that's how bad it can be if we don't manage our anger. And I think this is a very common issue for many siblings out there. We think, ah, whatever lah, my sister will always be here, my brother will always yeah. be here, I can say whatever yes, I want. Yes, yes, that's, right? that's the thing. That's the thing about family dynamics, right? You're so comfortable that you take it for granted. You know, yeah. it's people closest to you that mm. usually gets the worst. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's so unfair, isn't it? Hazy, with Kira around now. Mm -hmm. Do you think that helps mend your relationship with your brother a little bit? Kira is my brother's daughter. And actually, I'm very thankful for Kira as well as my sister-in-law. Shout out to Jamie. She's always there like trying to fix things or like just trying not to let things get more sour than they already are. So I think it helps, but I think the root of the problem has to be soft. And that's something that they can't control. I mean, it's tough. Do you think then parents have a part to play in this? 100%. Right. That's my answer as well. I don't want to blame my parents, but if they could control the situation better when we were teens, or like talk it out with us, maybe mm. we have understood better. So do you think they didn't step in enough while it was happening? Maybe to a certain sense. I don't know for you, like when you were young and when you and sister were fighting, but my dad would tell me things like, okay, if it makes you so unhappy to speak with each other, then don't speak. Oh no, my okay. parents never said that. I don't I don't think he's wrong but at the same time it's just not fixing the issue yeah it's kind of yeah. like sweeping it yeah, yeah under the rug but then again i do understand that our parents come from a very different generation and they don't believe in like working through feelings and stuff like that which right. is completely fine because yeah, it's worked i don't know it's worked for them right mm -hmm. so this is all they know and they're just kind of passing down what methods mm. they've used to deal with whatever during their time so i get it but at the same time they're like your children and you want to make sure that they grew up together because like you mentioned, they only have each other when you're gone. Mm. So they could definitely help a situation. But at the end of the day, when your children grow up and they're like 
you know, conscious of their own decisions and whatnot, it's really on them, right, to look out for each other and choose to come together and really find a middle ground. Because you guys are family after all, right? Right. Yeah, but, you know, different family dynamics, you know. Mm. I feel like at this point, Regina is like, ooh, thankfully, I didn't <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, because when I was growing up, I hear a lot of stories from my friends saying that, mm. oh, my brother hit me. And like, this happened, that happened. And I'm like, mm, okay. Don't have to deal with that. Yeah, it yeah. sucks for you. <laughs> no, but the thing about, like, my parents, they are also actually quite concerned because I'm the only child. Yeah. Like, I don't have siblings to take care of me. Mm. Or, like, if I need help, I got no one to turn to. So I could relate to that. Yeah. Okay, so this is a case for me, but I don't know if it is for you. Because I don't have siblings, I sort of learned very early that family does not have to be blood. Mm. Yes. Oh, yeah. So true. I learned very early that you can form a tribe and you can choose your own village. I mean, the grass is greener where you water it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was what I learned growing up as like an only child. Is that it for you? I mean, I do have a close circle of friends. Mm that uh, I can count with like my fingers. But I put more emphasis on my parents, right. actually. So my relationship with them got even better as I was growing up because I realized from the beginning that I only have my parents. Mm. So I rely on them a lot and I don't want to sort of miss any moments with them. So I spent a lot of time with them. So I cultivated this relationship with them. And right. even if I need to share my problems, I can share it to my mom. So she's like my best friend. Is she like a sister? Yeah, she is. She is. Oh so gosh, we go shopping so cool. together. Huh? We go on high tea sessions. And then so my fun. dad is like, we will watch soccer together. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I don't have a sibling, but I sort of remove that part of it by using that as in like an alternative. And also with like close friends. Mm. But you're lucky, you know, Regina. I don't think yeah. many people out there can say the oh, same. Oh, no, no. It's a process, I tell you. Because my parents are very, they have their own thought process. So sometimes when I need to introduce new ideas Mm. and new concepts, it's very tough and challenging for them to accept that. So I need time. Mm. So like case in point, I wanted to take a gap year and I had to convince my parents for a year, I want to take a gap year. I need to come up with reasons and like, why is it like important for me to do this? For a year, I did that like every single day. Then they accepted me. Then they say, oh, okay, then you can go for your gap year thing. Yeah, so I think it's like a compromise. So sometimes as the only child, because I only have my parents, I cannot just be like, oh yeah, they don't understand. I don't don't want to talk to them. I want to talk to my friends. Oh yeah. Yeah, you really have to put in the effort and like, maybe they don't understand that. Okay, so let me ask them, so what what do you not understand? Mm -hmm. Let me explain it to you which is very similar for siblings I feel it's a compromise find a middle ground talk to each other communicate that's wow. true that's true yeah right wow like my sister helps me hide things from my parents <laughs> I love that oh my god same yeah, same, same my sister too like she knows she did something wrong she's like yeah this happened don't tell mom I was like okay I mean it's the same for me please do the same okay yeah she's Aww. like yeah, for sure. See, that's the thing that's really cute, right? Mm-hmm. You've got people to cover up for you. Yeah. Oh, I do that with my dad. <gasps> my dad will like buy things. Then uh, my dad will come, uh, don't, don't tell mama about this. Uh. Then I'm like, oh, okay, what you buy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's what I will do with my dad. Oh my gosh. Very interesting dynamic. Can really tell like there's a very close like knit family. What's the name of a sister if you don't mind sharing? My sister is Erica, the that's feisty nice. girl. <laughs> Do you ever see yourself fighting over a family heirloom with Erica, your sister? I mean, I would never. 
Because for me, it's like peace all the way. Everything can talk. Yeah. Like money's not everything. But then again, it also depends on the situation. There could be situations where, you know, there's some family thing we don't know about. Maybe mm-hmm. we have opposing stance. Mm-hmm. And my sister is very like, this is what I feel. Like she puts her foot down on things. Mm. So I could see us kind of maybe bickering over certain things, mm-hmm. like intense argument, but never to the point where we would fight. Like Debbie and Leah, where we're raising our voices. Mm-hmm. We've done all the raising of voices as children already. I think now yeah. she's mellowed out. Mm. She's like, I'm very tired, I just want to buy. I don't talk about you already. <laughs> you know, that, that's a vibe now. I don't think we would ever fight over an heirloom. Hopefully. You know, I've seen sibling relationships turn so bad. Like we said, right? Maybe sometimes parents have a part to play in it that it was not nipped at the butt while they were young and then this resentment grows. Oh yeah. I've seen it gotten so bad that one sibling literally says to the parents like you can will everything in her name because once you're gone, she's out of my life. (gasps) Yes, I've seen something like that before. Yeah. Like I don't want a single cent from you, she can have it so that she never have to come back and look for me again. Yeah. That bad. Yeah. Wow. But you know, sometimes I really ask myself that question. 10 years down the road, would I still be speaking to my brother? You know, in fact, in the year 2023, I don't think we have spoken more than, what, some 20 sentences to each other. 20? Not bad, like, actually. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like the maybe two or three handful. Mm. Yeah, and in one podcast, if you girls have really spoken, like, how many sentences, <laughs> you know? And it's like the entire year, my brother, I don't know if this relationship can ever be mended, but at least I know for now. I gotta be honest, man, it's not on the list of my priorities. Mm. Actually, a lot of my friends have spoken to me and one of them, he was so concerned about this relationship with my brother. He was like, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And I find myself getting a bit (sighs) exasperated because Mm. it's not like I haven't tried for the past 15 years. It's just that it really isn't working out. Is your brother like trying as well? Well, I think for guys, they're a bit more carefree. And I believe it's not on his list of priorities as well. Like he has a family now, he has mouths to feed, he's working a full-time job. So I'm sure this thing with me, nah, not the most important to him. Mm. It's tough, isn't it? Maneuvering sibling relationships. But one thing for sure though, my sister, my brother and I, we would never fight over family inheritance, Mm. stuff like that. I take comfort in that. I think when it comes down to it, whatever your dynamics are, there'll always be this part of you that would soften a little bit. Mm. Yeah. Like, ah, it's my brother. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's my sister, you know, like, it's not great, but it is what it is. It's true, yeah. it's true, it's true. Whenever it comes to my brother or like my sister-in-law or my niece, I try to go all out. Because even though I'm not close to my brother, but they are still family. Yeah, and the entire Till family, we treasure Kira so much. She's so like the first cutie. granddaughter of the family. So like, everyone is like so protective over her. We love her so, so much. And growing up, my dynamics with my sister have changed as well. I'm not sure if it's the same for you and Erica, but my sister and I, we stay up to like 2, 3 a.m. just chatting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not sleeping, just talking and talking and talking. We yeah, used to yeah. bicker all the time when we were younger. But things are really so different now. The things we talk about, you know, moving on to the next phase of our lives. She just got married, actually. Oh, so, nice. yeah, so many different things mm. and how life changed. When I look at that, like, mm. at this age now, yeah. right? I would love to have someone like that beside me. Mm. Mm. So I know, and actually, I always say that this family of siblings is one of the closest I've seen. Like, I find it very strange. I've never seen a dynamic like this 
anywhere else. So basically, two boys. Mm-hmm. Last one is a sister. Quite a bit of gap between each. I'm talking like three, four years, four, five years. So between first and last would be about 10 years already. But they're so close. They speak about everything. They run in the same circles. They go holidays together. They party together. They wow. It's wow. insane. It's the kind like, she can just come up to her brothers and like, yeah, I slept. This wasn't their day. I'm like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think I could with a brother. If yeah. you like. And then they'll be like, you stupid or what? <laughs> Recently, one of my colleagues went overseas with her brother. I get it if it's a sister-sister overseas trip, but yeah. would you go overseas with your brother? Just two of them, alone. If you're close, I yeah, guess. If they're yeah. close enough. Yeah. I, well, I can never imagine that. Like, not no, even with a cousin. You know what I mean? No, maybe it's because of the current dynamic of your brother. Like, let's maybe? say with your sister, you can travel with her, right? Can. Mm. No problem. I mean, if you guys share the same interests, I think it's possible. Even if it's a brother, if both of you are like foodies, mm. then yeah, why not? Let's just go on a foot hunt together. Huh. But if you guys like, have a hotel, right? Do you guys book separate rooms? Are you staying in the same room with yeah, just that's... two single beds? It's like when you guys are children again. But I feel like as an adult, right, you need your personal space away from your brother. Like, I cannot imagine. I don't know if I like him enough. I think we can be in the same room, I guess. Sorry, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> Could you? See, I don't know whether I should comment on this. I think she booked one room, she and her brother, because then they can save Cosma. That is separate beds, la. Yeah, yeah separate beds. Okay, an interesting study, okay, done in 1999. Contact with a sibling is more influential than friends or one's own children for good health and life satisfaction at age 83 and above. Then how ah? Uh? Yeah, I mean, how many percentage has reached there? Just ah! like based off like, <laughs> it's like quite a while. But you know, my grandma has 10 kids. That's okay. insane. Yeah, I know. So the Tio family is really, really big. Five sons, five daughters. So my dad is ranked, I think like eight or ninth. He's his fourth son. He's so close with my aunts. My gugu will come to my house and then my dad and her will talk, 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 talk. And okay, after that, she has to go home, right? Go home, they call each other again. Continue talking. <laughs> and then my cousins are like, wait, what? Did, didn't you guys just part? Like, got so many things to talk about, man. <laughs> my God, same. Right? Which is what happens. Like, Do you have parents? For, yeah, my parents, especially my mom with the brothers and her sisters, they talk like for a long, long time. Even my, my dad would say, they have so many things to talk about. Uh. So they will <laughs> hang out together like every single day. Sometimes I ask them, so what do y'all do? They're like, oh, we just meet at a kopi tiam and we drink tea and we talk. Then I'm like, then what do y'all talk about? Oh, uh, everything lah. I'm like, what is everything? Everything. You but- are- <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. And sometimes like, I will sit in, then I realise that, oh, they're just talking about the same things over and over again. <laughs> or just using like a different way to talk about the same things. I'm like, okay, are they, they happy? I mean, like, it's great for them. Uh. I know, I feel you. My mum is all about the shoppy games. Oh, Lord. And that's what she always talks to her siblings, her friends about. You're right. The same thing oh in different ways. See? And then when I'm 60... Who am I going to talk to? I'll show up. But it's so cute, isn't it? And I do see myself and my sister getting to that stage next time. Meeting up, chilling, maybe take our kids along. And then we just sit down, and have talk a cup about of the coffee. same thing in different ways. Yes. <laughs> talk about our kids in different ways. Do you think you could do that with Erica? We probably won't talk about kids lah. But me and my sister both love to game. So oh. we always joke about how like next time when we're in the old folks home, right? we really pray that technology <laughs> will reach the old folks home because we live in a generation of computers, right? Mm. We would just be like gaming to the day we die. Like in the old folks <laughs> home, like we don't need to talk to anybody. We just play game together. Provided you still can see lah. Yeah, provided. <laughs> you know like in the future, it'll be so high tech that you can just like VR master thing and you just like, okay, mm. like, my vision if it's Toyo. So I guess in the game, I'll be Toyo as well. My vision. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying like, we will laugh about things like that. So one question for the floor. If you could choose again, would you want to have a sibling or not? Zura, you go first. I've always wanted a brother. I think, right? 
No, actually, no. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, you instantly took it back. Why? <laughs> no, I do want sibling. I've just always been curious. I mean, because obviously I'm female, so I know what I look like. So I've always just been curious. Like if I had a brother, what he would look like, like a male me, oh. what would that look like? <laughs> and I always joke about this. And I'll be like, mm, I think if I had a brother, he'd be like really good looking. Don't you think so? No, I think so. Hey, there's an so. app for that. You can use it. I look like a flasher. I did that before. So I look like the kind that will flash you on the HDV blog. I was very sad. <laughs> okay, so I do wish I had siblings. Now I just insert myself into sibling dynamics. Friends, siblings? Just put yourself there. Correct. Usually I win their mothers over first. It works every time. Works like a child. <laughs> yeah. And then suddenly I'm the adopted child. Love. Mm. <laughs> What about you, Regina? Would you want siblings or not? If you could choose know. again. I mean, I would love to have an older brother, I feel. But I think at the same time, I really don't mind being the only child again. Because you're so used to it. Uh, yeah, I'm so used to it. I'm okay with it. But if I were to try again and I could have another life, maybe an older brother. But I think one sibling is enough already. My younger sister was like <laughs> such a tyrant. <laughs> if I had another one, right? Oh my god. Oh my god for my mom and oh my god for me. For me, without a doubt, I want siblings. Mm. I mean, even though my relationship with my brother isn't the best, but I don't deny that we grew up sharing many, many beautiful memories together. Like running mm. to McDonald's, oh. playing with the Happy Meal toys. Mm. When it's Mid-Autumn Festival, we'll go down and play candles, <gasps> play the lanterns, mm, 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 and we'll climb the slides together, the monkey bars. Those are very, very wonderful memories that I will never ever forget. So for me, siblings, yeah. And you know, Hazy, like, who's gonna say what's gonna happen in the future like right it might not always be the same now i hope so i hope so so to wrap up this episode any words of advice to our listeners or viewers out there who might be facing the same situation as i am not in a good relationship or like a good position with the siblings but at the same time you know trying to improve things okay i'll go first my advice is if you can't make things better at least don't make things worse oh mm. Mm. That is oh. true. Coming from 15 years of experience, you got to trust me on this. Adding on to what Hazy said, right? Like, you don't need to like them, but you don't need to disrespect them. Yeah. I mean, if it's already bad, let's say, and you're trying to work on it, but, I mean, they're not your favourite people. Okay, you don't have to like them, but I don't think you need to disrespect each other. Fully agree. And Regina, even though you don't have siblings, but I'm sure you've seen situations like cases where siblings are, like, you know, really up against each other. I wouldn't say advice. I feel like I'm not that appropriate to be giving advice okay but i feel just try to talk about it i feel like talking it's very important then it will lead to conversations conversation will lead to solutions and hopefully mending the relationship but it's easier said than done i feel yeah. of course it's not easy mm. i feel like regina will make a very good sibling yeah <laughs> it's so, like, understanding yeah, so yeah, gentle yeah. but she might get bullied though the kind when the younger sister come and pinch you and then like mommy and then she like <laughs> then you'll be like I never had anything oh, are you speaking from experience oops but uh I don't know if my dad will be watching this, but actually me and my dad had a bit... It's not a strained relationship, but we always felt like there's this wall and we managed to bring down that wall only last year. So it's been like 30 years, you know. Wow. Because there's resentment already, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, you feel like as a family member, you want to make things right. But at the same time, right, you subconsciously feel the need to explain why you act this way. And then you have this preconceived idea as to why my case is my dad. 
is acting this way. So I actually went up to him and I said that I'm so tired of feeling this way for 30 years with my own father. I am sorry if there was any point in time that I've made you feel like I'm not understanding you. I genuinely do. And I think when a lot of times as siblings when you say, I understand you, I think the fact is I don't think we do. And they feel that we never will. Mm. So it could help to say and admit that I really don't understand and I really want to know why you're doing what you're doing. And when you say that, you really have to mean it, even to yourself. Like you have to stop yourself from judging and like putting a reason as to why he's doing this. Like you cannot give that opportunity for that to happen. You have to really take in whatever your sibling is saying mm. because whatever they are feeling is true. And maybe this entire time why you guys are resenting each other is because the fact is you guys see things very differently. So don't try to logicalize whatever he's saying th through your view of things. So I think it starts with you guys actually being able to forgive each other and let go like really mm. let go and that it's really hard for me I think it really helped when I told my dad that I'm very tired of feeling this way and I genuinely want to understand you and I said sorry and Ooh. honestly I would never because at the back of my mind is like what am I apologizing for and then I realized I apologize for always assuming the worst of him subconsciously and I think he could feel it mm. and I think it's the same for siblings because you guys want to work it out yes but you have this like ah yeah this person is really like that ah yeah whatever I say he's not gonna digest really it's really there but I think it really helps for you to really take that step to let it go mm -hmm. it's so hard like trust mm -hmm. me it because is so tough when I said it it was really out of desperation because I was so sick and tired of being under the same roof and having to feel this like awkwardness all the time mm -hmm. to my own dad how did he respond to your apology you know what's the best part he was just looking at his phone <laughs> I don't know if I can oh, say this no. No, but I think it's just him not knowing how to yeah. react. To, to react. Yes, because yes, I think yes. it's never happened. I think he's so used to being in a family of all girls. Mm. And I think it's very easy for a male, a solo male, to feel like ganged up by a group of girls. Mm. Right. Even though that's not what we mean to do. It's because we're not as close, he naturally feels that way. But in the following days and weeks, did you see something shift in him? Yeah. I mean, I didn't expect anything to change. But after I said it, it felt like 30 years of whatever I felt just kind of slowly dissipate because I chose to let it go because honestly speaking if you ask me to let this go like when I was 25 I could never but I felt like it was just not worth it mm. yeah it was really not worth it because so I'm so tired for me and my mom, I think mm. we were just so tired ever since then I was like okay just let my dad have a chance I started noticing things like my dad doesn't talk as much during dinner like why does he feel like nobody listens to him or Whatever oh. he says doesn't matter anyway, so he doesn't say anything. I start to see things from his perspective and it really sucks. Like, imagine I was like the only girl and I'm like surrounded by men all the time where they just talk to each other and whatever I say, they just don't listen. I think someone has to take that step. But mm. it takes a lot. But uh -huh. after you do it, right, it's like, yeah, you really just let it go. Yeah, the advice is just be open to really fully understand them. Like, don't judge them mm. in any way. Thank you for sharing the story. And my add-up to that, right, is that you know how I feel about family dynamics and family relationships at your own time. Yeah. I think like any other relationship, you can't expect something out of it just because it carries the title family. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a human relationship mm. at the end of the day. Mm. Yeah. And at your own time. So can we expect more sibling rivalry in Wedding Bird, the audio series? Oh. There's a plot thicken. Oh. Um, how much can you tell us about this? For the audio series, there are 
more emphasis on other characters. Yes. Okay. A lot of details. I guess listeners will be able to imagine the situation more, even if it's like a quarrel or like a confrontation or like a fight. Um, there are more characters involved. There's more feelings, more expressions. Oh, it's gonna be chaotic. Mm, yeah. yeah. I think in every episode is also from the view of the characters themselves. So it's like first person, but based from that character, which is very different from the video version mm-hmm. of things. Their thought process, you get to actually listen to it this time. So when they fight and stuff like that, the viewers can really understand where the different characters are coming from. And I think this time it's going to be more intense because it's fully audio. There's no visuals at all. So let your mind go wild. Yeah. Paint your own picture. What they look like in your mind. Yeah. Alright, Wedding Bird will drop from 2024, 4th of January all the way to the 8th of February right before Chinese New Year. So be sure to catch it on the different platforms. With that, thank you so much Estelle and Regina for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you you for having us. It's been so much fun. So to our listeners and viewers, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at itscleverty.co. That's right, you can listen to us on MeListen, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can also watch us on YouTube and don't forget to turn on your notifications. Yes, if you haven't subscribed to us, do so immediately. Alright, thank you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye! See you guys. Bye!